Welcome to the Festering Podcast. Uh, I'm Sean. And I'm Gavin. And here we are with uh, episode 18, day two of our trip to the World Championships in Leipzig. Hello from Leipzig again. Yep. Uh, it's been great. Another another super busy day. Mm-hmm. Uh, so a fair bit to cover. Yes. No interviews this time and I'm going to explain why as well because mm-hmm. last night we got back quite late from the venue. Yep. Recorded our, our episode and then tried to edit all the bits together and that took us Forever, forever, yes, and let's not do any interviews. So, yeah, <laughs> so yeah, we are not doing that today. So yeah, yeah you're going to be stuck with us for the next wee while. Yep. Uh, talking about the day. Mm-hmm. Um, thanks again to our sponsors, Liam Paul. They're cool guys. Yep, chat to them again today. Lovely people, and thank you also to our Patreon supporters, who are the best. They are. Yes, they are. If you want to become one of our Patreon supporters, we'd like that very much indeed. So if you like what we do. Follow the link in the show notes um, and come and give us a tiny little bit of your money to help us do what we do. Yes. So anyway, on to the action. Kick off with a bit of... Uh, women's Sabre. Women's Sabre, yeah. yeah. My, my new... Your almost, new favourite thing. My almost new favourite weapon. Yeah. And we can we can get to the, the men's epi, which uh, obviously will make you, you happy in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. So, last 64s. Don't usually think of Women's Sabre as being full of shock results, but today was rammed with them. Right. So Where should we start then? Which one will we begin with, Sean? We'll, we'll start with our, our last 64 surprise eliminations. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ibn Mohammed of the USA. Okay. Uh, not ranked in the top 16 anymore, but qualified well from the, the pools and the mm-hmm. preliminaries. So she went straight through as the top seed, so 17 seed going into these, mm-hmm. but uh, managed to lose to local girl uh, Anna Sophie Kindler, okay. uh, 15 12. Uh, and number 13 seed uh, Chika Aoki of Japan also went out to Chang of Hong Kong 15-14. So again, we're talking yesterday about Sabre. If, if it gets close to the death, mm-hmm. it's a coin toss about who's going to go through. Yes. So don't, don't leave it late if you, if you reckon you're the better fencer. And a couple of close calls from um, fencers right near the top. Kim Ji-on of Korea and Cecilia Berda of France both managed to scrape through 15-14 at that stage. So on to 32 eliminations. Now here we get some... Perhaps Kim was a bit of a big surprise. Yeah. Uh, she's, I think, third in the in the world ranking at the moment, but probably one of the the four fences of the of the season. Anna Marton of Hungary uh, yes. dived out in the last thirty two, and she got a bit of a thumping to be honest in fifteen eight um, against one of the Japanese fencers, uh, Fukushima. Mm-hmm. No, I watched a bit of that because uh-huh. uh, I was actually at that side of the hall when that was on, and um, she just didn't look like she was fully. It was one of those things where she just wasn't getting it. Yeah, Fukushima was just scrapping away at it, mm-hmm. and that and, and this is what happened. I mean. Yeah, you Mark, get these Marton big, couldn't quite. She just couldn't even. No, no. Um, she was quite a small, compact, uh, sort of quite an aggressive uh, mm. Japanese fencer. So yeah, uh, Loretta Gota of Italy also went out fifteen fourteen against one of the Koreans, Yoon, I think it is, mm-hmm. uh, and Charlotte Lembach lost fifteen fourteen against her teammate um, Sarah Balzer. And we'll talk a, a little bit more about her in yes. a wee bit. Mm-hmm. More good stuff from the the, the Japanese Kim Jiyeon having sneaked through the last sixty four. Uh, gets knocked out by Misaki Imura of Japan, 15 eight, pretty mm-hmm. comfortable. And a, a surprise win, Benitez Romero of Venezuela. Uh, I, I don't really think South America had a whole lot in the way of no. surprise apart from the Mexicans. Mm-hmm. But she beat uh, Martina Crisio of Italy, 15-14. So another, another close one, but with a less heralded fencer mm-hmm. going through. But the other big, big one, apart from Anna Martone diving out, uh, was Olympic champion... World number one, Yana Agorian. Yes, which hit in the last 32. Uh, and I watched this one and yeah, it was spectacularly bad tempered. Uh, she was very grumpy all the way through the fight. Mm-hmm. 
uh, and now it's a, it's a good long name, uh, Lucia Martin Portuguese of Spain. Mm-hmm. He uh, was quite sort of a chirpy, small Spanish fencer. Yeah, she would be. Her, her last fight was absolutely awesome, to be fair. It was. Actually, uh, she it was, was a good fight. She was, she was well worth her win. Oh, definitely. It wasn't, wasn't that she somehow scrapped out and, you know, who knows how she won it. It was, yeah, she was, it was, it was well deserved. No, no, no. She was, she, she was, she was making the right decisions at the right time. Mm-hmm. It's an important thing. She was, there was a good range of prior posts. And when she did, she could attack and, yeah. and get a going with that. So a going was all over the place. Uh, mine, she didn't look like her mind was on the game at all. She was, you know, there was sort of quite combative sort of atmosphere with her coach. Yeah. It was, yeah. you know, she was, it was quite sort of bad tempered all round. Yeah, it did look like she was having a, a thoroughly, thoroughly miserable day. Yeah. So there you are, you've, you've got to the, the end of the last 32 and mm-hmm. your top three in the world rankings have gone. Yes. So, yeah. On to the last 16 then. Sarah Baza that we mentioned earlier on being her teammate. Um, has to retire injured when she's facing Irina Vecchio of Italy. Uh, she was up 8-5, I think, at that point. Yes. Goes for a big long lunge, keels over, clutching her knee, mm-hmm. um, screaming clearly in a, a, a great deal of pain. So take, take some medical time out, mm-hmm. uh, which is only five minutes now. Yeah. Strap her up the best that they can, mm-hmm. holds back to the on-guard line, yeah. you know, sort of shuffles backwards, hits with an attack, while trying to take the parry. Uh, thinks, oh, I better try and go forward. And as soon as she does, she's she's on the floor again. And now, again, I was watching this one, and I'm surprised that she decided to fence on because she went down like she'd been poleaxed, and uh, she genuinely was screaming uh, yeah. on the piece. So yeah, it, it looked a bad one. I don't think there's any way she was no. going to um, just uh, shake that one off. No, no quick application of no. magic spray to no. to turn that one around. No. Anna Lindbach of Germany uh, on her birthday, apparently. Yes. Which, uh, the, the whole public announcer, yeah. Got everybody singing her happy quick, birthday. Quick burst of happy birthday. Uh, beat Manon Bruni of France. Mm. Uh, 15-10, quite a comfortable right. win. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've seen Limbach fence a, a few times. She does seem a, a tremendously talented fencer. He's never quite made the sort of jump to being one of the, the very best. Um, so that, that she's, quite like young. That, she's quite young. She's quite young, though, she I'm not sure that she is anymore, no. Really? She looked quite young. Okay. Yeah, maybe. But, um, but that took us down to the, down to the quarterfinal stage. All right, so into the last eight. So what we had for our last eight, Azabezbez of Tunisia, fencing against uh, Fukushima of Japan. And again, a bit like yesterday, all the quarterfinals were pretty straightforward. Everyone who was leading at the first break went on to win the, win the fight. Most of them with yeah, relatively little commotion in the second part. There was no no startling comebacks. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, Bezbez uh, beat Fukushima uh, 15-9. Irina Vecchi having only had to do half a fight in the last in the last 16, uh, beat Anna Wimbach 15-11. Mm-hmm. Uh, that got a little bit more exciting. Wimbach had a, a wee bit of a comeback, so they got to within a hit or two, All right. sort of late-ish in the fight. But uh, Vecchi pulled away at the end to win, to win 15-11. Uh, Cecilia Berda of France... Um, our favourite, having struggled, she had a, the last 64 that I mentioned, which she won 15 14. She had another 15 14 win in the last 16. Uh, found some better form against Nomura of Japan with a, so a 15 10 win there. And Oka Karlan made pretty short work really of uh, Norika Tamura. So a, a good day for the Japanese, so with yeah. three fences in the top eight, I don't think that we would have predicted that. No, at, I don't at, think we did. At the start of the day, no, no. especially when Ayoki, the highest seeded. Mm-hmm. Highest ranked fencer went out as early as she did. It was at this point that I'd seen it. I saw old Carolyn Fence and thought, oh my god, this, she's on form. Yeah, yeah, she wasn't missing a bit. No, she really wasn't, no. And it, it was properly impressive. So that took us down to the, down to the semi finals. Mm-hmm. So let's turn our attention to the Ben's Epi. Yes, so 
Men's Epi. Where, where, where should we start? Where we'll do you want to start? We'll, we'll yeah. cast the bones, we'll roll some dice. We're going we're gonna to list the shocks and mm-hmm. we do start with a couple of uh, real big ones in the last 64. <laughs> yeah. So let, let's start with one of my favourite fences of the moment, the real park, uh, Sang Young Park. Mm-hmm. Uh, he went out to uh, an Italian? No, chap from Luxembourg. Oh, so he was, that's right. Mm-hmm. I'd never heard of the guy before. I can't uh, Carry my handwriting. Uh, yeah, Giamotto, is that right? Giamotti, yeah. yeah. Giamotti. Yeah. yeah, I missed this one. It was across, you saw it though, did you? I did, yeah. Yeah, because I was across the hall from it, so I didn't yeah. actually, I just assumed I was going to win that one. Yeah, this was actually one of those fights that was done on piece 5 to 8, the one sort of. Yeah, it was in the back. Yeah. Tucked away at the back. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm not even sure that there will be any video footage of this on the FIE mm-hmm. uh, YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. Um, but very, very close. Yep. And chat from Luxembourg. Takes takes it take, takes a win at the finish. I love Epi, brilliant. Um, and and Park looked totally disconsolate. You know, he was, yeah. he was on his hands and knees on the piste, just <sighs> yeah, miserable. Well, he would have been a favourite going into this as well. He's um, the champion, yeah, yeah. So right, and then and then who else we lose? We lost Yannick Burrell. Yeah, we did. Yeah, and he um, went out to uh, Georg Kuhn <laughs> of uh, Switzerland. Yeah, exactly. Um, um, I mean, Burrell's been. Uh, certainly by any standards, the, the model of consistency this season. Even Matt Sainz, when I interviewed him yesterday, said, so, you know, he's a man who he's he's always produces a result. Yeah. Then today, though. Not today, no. And and that, I'm quite sad because, you know, we, we've both been singing Yannick's praises all year. Yep. And I was really hoping to see Yannick do really, really well yeah, this time. And because, you know, he's a great fencer, but... Oh, I own the 64 Anyway Moving on Moving on to, yeah. one, to my, one of my other Favourite current fencers yep. Minobi Uh huh He goes out to Now this is This is maybe not quite So unusual Compared to the other two He goes out to Jean-Michel Lucinet of France Yeah Lucinet's dropped a bit Down the rankings He didn't have a great pool In the In the preliminaries So came in as What 60th seed Or yeah. something like that Going into the last 64 And Thoroughly spoiled because I saw I saw a bit of this and Minobi was just he was he was trying but he wasn't he just wasn't in the game at all he couldn't yeah. bring it back so Lucini just got a big lead and whatever it was Lucini was doing Minobi couldn't figure it out yeah it was just a just a solid defeat there uh, he was beat fifteen eleven mm-hmm. yeah that's pretty comfy yeah and then we want another one of my current favourite fencers uh, Quion of uh, Korea mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, he's been by another one of my favourite fences though so hurry uh, uh, so yeah who <laughs> and hurry yeah exactly so Satoru Yuma, uh, you. Uh, Uyama, mm-hmm. who we'll talk about much more later. Yeah, uh, oh, give the game away there, Gav. Yeah, yeah, but uh, but uh, Uyama did beat him quite comfortably, fifty-nine. Yeah, so that's that's two of the Koreans that we the top uh, Koreans as well. You in, you in particular have sung the praises of um, all season. Yep, uh, bombing yeah. in the last sixty-four. Koreans was one of my uh, outside thoughts as well. Thought he might do quite well at this, but mm-hmm. never mind. Yeah, but he, he was he was being by Uyama, so you know, life gives and it takes away. <laughs> <laughs> so it seems. Yeah, so <laughs> team. so on to the thirty-two. On to the thirty-two. Now the first one we're going to talk about is uh, uh, the other park, Kyondu Park. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, who was beaten by Bass for a while in. Yeah. Uh, now Bass is Bass has been world champion. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but he's been not not in great form for a while. He's been he's always been there or thereabouts. It's been never brilliantly up there in the, at the top. Yeah. You know he's I don't know is he still, he must still be top sixteen but I don't think he's I don't think he is anymore. Is he not? No. Oh, I'd have to I'd have to I'm quite tired I'd have to go and have a look at the rankings to refresh my memory. But he beat uh, Park and he he beat Park fair and square. Mm-hmm. But Park really threw it down the, down the toilet. Yeah, so I believe he did not put enough effort into it. He had the lead 
but didn't bother trying to chase the lead. Didn't you know? Didn't try to didn't do try anything at all. Right, so so how, how how big was the lead? Uh, it was only a point. Right. Okay. Okay. It was only a point. Enough. Yeah. So he, he he played for time. He played. There was one rollover for uh, non combativity and then Baz in the final period just went on to wallop him. Right. And it was simply just got a couple of hits up, and then part realised he had to actually do something now. Mm. And at that point, he was playing Baz's game, not Baz's his game. Him off, yeah. yeah, Baz has picked him off. A fair play to Baz. He just did the job. Mm. And one, the score wasn't great. It was twelve eight. Wasn't maybe the best of fights, but the last period was pretty exciting. Okay, I was actually right next to it, so I got to see it all. Mm-hmm. And then uh, another Korean, uh, Jin Sung Jung, Korean. He mm. went out to uh, Andras Redley of Hungary. Yeah. Uh, 15-12 Now uh, Redley's not a bad fencer though He's been around for a while Yep uh, Is a quality fencer Hungarian obviously So we like that mm-hmm. uh, But still I had uh, Jung was my outside bet I think <laughs> Yes Yeah <laughs> so was, You really have cursed these guys uh, Yeah so never mind Yeah so all the Koreans gone At the end of yeah. the last 32 Yeah uh, Not Not you not what we were expecting at all because they've been they've been properly impressive at times this season Yeah exactly I, I was I'm a, I am a little bit disappointed I thought we would have a Korean in the final stages, mm-hmm. but wasn't to be. But you know, some Japanese guys sneak through. Yeah, so you still got your yeah your Oriental interest yeah going beyond the last thirty two. So into the last sixteen. So we've got uh, well, I'm going to talk a little bit Lucini first of all. He mm-hmm. beat uh, Enrico Garozzo, the other Garozzo. Yep. <laughs> uh, <laughs> be, be pretty... oh, that, that's bad when you're the big brother and you get described as the other. Exactly. Yeah. Whatever. I couldn't help. I couldn't help myself there. But uh, Poor Enrico, that's terrible. Yeah. Uh, well, you know, because we're a quality fencer anyway. Yeah. Absolutely. I, I would still thought would have thought that Lucini would have been the winner there. You, you would have picked that. I would have picked that one. Current rankings. It doesn't matter. Lucini is a quality fencer and has yeah. been around for a while. Yeah. So I would have put Lucini down for that one. But it was a and fairly apart from Burrell, though, most of the French have had pretty ordinary season. World it's true. Grand Prix. It's true. Uh, but I would. Still I mean, the old, the old podium here and there. Yeah. Nothing. Nothing consistent. Nothing startling. But I would still of that pairing. I would have picked Lucini. But you know, it's epi. So uh, I've got myself tangled up here. Sorry. It was a Nico Garozzi uh, went out. Yeah. Being by Lucini, so I picked the right the right guy there. Yes, Sorry, <laughs> got confused there. It was a comfortable win, fifteen eleven. But obviously, Garozzo, one of the top guys there. Mm-hmm. Daniel Durant beats our man Marco Fichera. Yeah, yeah, I saw a bit of Fichera fence today, mm-hmm. and it's just as nerve shredding. It is. As it is it's when a, you watch it on uh, on YouTube. The, no, I I was obviously down trying to be a photographer today, and I thought that I would hadn't seen Fichera fence in the flesh before. I thought I'd go down and try and get some nice pictures because I mm-hmm. thought this nerve shredding. Uh, aggressive, really close, strange timing. Mm-hmm. A tying fencer might look, make for some interesting pictures, but he's a very hard person to photograph because not only he gets really, really close, so you wait, 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 and then it all happens so quickly you blink and miss it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but Daniel Durant's tactic appeared to be to uh, rotate the angle of, the, of the, the actual combat. Yeah, so not fencing up and no, not, up and down not, not fencing up and down. They were moving off to the side. Yeah, to, so it was, but it was my target that's harder to hit. Yeah, so he was pivoting around uh, uh, Marco very, very slowly, and then uh, he would basically do. It was either a quick counter attack uh, or a flesh and run past him. Right, and Marco couldn't get his head around it at all. Yeah, didn't uh, work out where he was. No, it was close at the end. Yeah. Because uh, Marco came back a little bit, right. but it didn't. My, when I was watching from the side, I didn't think that uh, Marco would ever get back into it. Right. Uh, anyway, it was fifteen thirteen. 
okay. uh, to finish off. Uh, so I mean, it wasn't it wasn't it wasn't a bad result for for Marco. And he not not a thrashing, but no, no, I still mean, a loss. And as you say, as you said previously, in fact, uh, he, he's quite quite a chirpy character. Right. I didn't seem th- it wasn't the end of the world to him. It was kind of just sort of like, oh, okay, then shake the hands, a bit of a chat, and then uh, right. went back to his teammates. So uh, and then moving on slightly, we've got another another one of our seeds has gone out. Uh, Andres uh, Redley beat Bogdan the Kitchen. Right. Yeah. Uh, and a thrilling 6-3. Oh, now I missed that one, and I'm, I'm really not sorry at all that I did. Yeah, I missed it too, actually. Good. I actually missed that one because I was watching the next one. Excellent. So uh, we don't have to talk about it. We then. don't have to watch I've, I've got no comment. It happened. Uh, but you wouldn't. Uh, but that's one. That's a strange one. Red is a quality fencer, but I would have thought the Kishin would have beat them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm surprised at that. But uh, I didn't see it, so I don't really know what happened there. Okay. Uh, and then we had the fight that I watched, uh, which is uh, Ruggeri beat Cocky uh, Cano. Yeah, again, um, there you were to see your your cursed Asian fencers yeah. uh, losing out to somebody genuinely surprising, uh, Argentinian fencer, yeah? Yeah, yeah, um, Ruggeri, I don't think he's, has he ever made the radar at all? Never talked it, was, about it was a new name to me, certainly, I, yeah. I didn't, didn't uh, recognise him at all. Cano, Cano in the flesh is a lot smaller than expected. He is pretty dinky, isn't he? He's yeah. quite dinky, and Ruggeri is quite tall, mm-hmm. and I think Cano beat Stefan in the previous round. yeah. Uh, so Cano was just being his usual uh, cocky self, mm-hmm. and he has the, he has that sort of style about him. And he is he, there's something about the way the Japanese fences fence very positively. Yeah, the, the, their attitude is very positive about everything like that. And he, he was trying he was trying all kinds of things, but he couldn't get the timing for Ruggeri. Ruggeri just had him, right. and it was a it was a comprehensive fifteen five. Oh, yeah, that's that it, is a beating. Yeah, it was a, it was a proper beating. But uh, unlike unlike some of the other fights we've talked about, there was nothing bad about it. It just happened. Mm-hmm. That's just the way it played out. And our final last sixteen. Is uh, <laughs> uh, my uh, one of my one of my favourite fencers, Max, Mister yeah. Mister Heinzer, who we interviewed, yep. uh, was unfortunately put out by uh, Iyama. Uh, so pros and cons. Pros and cons. There, uh, you saw this, but I didn't. Is that right? Did you, were you at PC for this one? Uh, no, I was actually around the, uh, the opposite okay. side of the hall, so I was kind of viewing it in the distance. So mm-hmm. uh, I couldn't give you a whole load of detailed analysis of, of how it went. Yeah. I, I I was obviously I was across the hall watching Cocky Fence. Yeah. And from what I could see it was hit for hip all the way through. Right. Very close. Very, very, very close. But because of the layout of the hall, it would have taken too long for me to actually sprint round <laughs> Uh, to get to the actual, and it was a very, yeah. it was a very popular and busy piece anyway. I don't think yeah. you could have got in. Yeah, it was busy today. Actually, I was, I was going to mention that. And hot and sweaty, uh, hot and sweaty again. Although probably not quite as hot and sweaty yeah. as it had had been yesterday, but there was not far off in, in the sort of public, you know, in the plebs seating mm-hmm. where where I was, it was pretty close to full. And apparently tomorrow is is a sellout. That's good for fencing. Yeah, yeah definitely. 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 And it is a big venue, so that's yeah. that's no small feat. Uh, 8,000? Was that the number Well, I think it'll be slightly less for this because of the way well, the seating's closed arranged. Yeah, yeah part, of, part of it's closed off. Yeah. But I would think 5,000, perhaps? I think 5,000. That's a good turnout. Yeah, not bad at all. I just sort of go back to the, sort of the max. So from a distance, and I, I was kind of watching this through my long lens of my camera so I could actually see what was going on. <laughs> uh it looked pretty entertaining from what I could tell. Yama mm-hmm. uh, is a French gripper and has uh, sort of slightly unusual timing. He likes to, got a couple of things he really, I've noticed he likes to do. He likes a toe hit. Mm-hmm. He likes a sort of oddly timed ducking stop hit. Oh, okay. He's very good at pulling your yeah. opponent, opponent's high so you can duck underneath. Right. Uh, Max, though, being Max, ha- had lots of tricks to deal with this yeah. with uh, flamboyant fencing. And he was doing lots of lovely gathers and flicks over the top. And right. some really, actually, from what I could see from across the hall, it looked lovely. Yeah. And it was, but it was just so so close, and the, the lead swapped, 
I'm going to have to watch this one on YouTube because uh, I'd like to see it better. Hmm. Uh, the lead swapped a couple of times and then finished at time 12 all. And it was sort of, you know, you'd look at the score and you'd think, oh, actually, I don't know about that. But it was brilliant from yeah. what I could see. And the, the crowd was involved. There was lots of screaming and shouting. Extra minute. I must, I'm going to have to make a confession. Um, I am actually a bit of a, a Max Heinzer fan, although compared to yeah. you, not so much. Uh, if you watch the entire Max Heinzer fight, they're actually generally really, really good, really entertaining. Lots of variety sits, hits up in a, a variety of ways. What slightly annoys me is when you see sort of Max Heinzer compilation clips where it's all flicks to back. Yeah, it's, but it's more, there's yeah. more to Max than that. Yeah, exactly. You know, we, we, that's one of the reasons I like Max. He moves well, you know. So I'm, I sing the praises of the Koreans and the Japanese. They mm. kind of move in the way that Max moves. Yeah. Sort of a very athletic way, you know, in a very controlled, very fluid moving backwards and forwards. And he's, and he's a sort of fencer that likes to set things up. Mm. And he likes to he likes to sort of play with the time. He likes to play with the game quite a lot. That's why I find them entertaining to to watch. Uh, but anyway, Yama just uh, I can't remember what the hit was, but he just sneaked it in the last minute, right? And that was that, you know. So so I, I think Max is probably feeling a little bit disappointed with that. I think he, 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 yeah, I, I, yeah, I would have thought so. I think he he you'd expect to see him in the last day. I think maybe he looked quite good when I saw. Him. I saw him earlier, I caught him uh, slightly earlier on, he looked like he was in good form, so it happened anyway. Let's moving on now to the, into the last eight, because there are more shocks to come. Yeah. You know? Yeah, there was. There was. So. I mean, it's epic, you're going to get shocks. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, without giving anything away, pretty much the finish. Yeah, yeah. well. <laughs> so, uh, well, we'll start off with uh, Paolo Pizzo. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he beat uh, Lucene 15-14 very close yeah uh, was, um, I did you know, I was there obviously for all, all the quarterfinals going on at the same yeah. time and again I was at the opposite side of the hall but mm-hmm. you did always it's a 15-14 but you looked in control of things at, yeah. at the finish mm-hmm. so it wasn't it wasn't a 14-0 I never saw this one so I and, uh, yeah. and he, and he you know, flukes a single hit or mm-hmm. he, he was ahead and largely largely looking in control of things yeah uh, so anyway he beat, he beat obviously Lucene 15-14 uh, Novozhilov uh, managed to sneak past Daniel Durentna he did he was quite a long way down towards pretty close to the end wasn't that's he? right was about 14-11 14-12 always thought I've always thought Novozhilov is, is quite sort of phlegmatic you know he gets yeah. on with the job and yeah. he's not really phased by much but it hadn't really sunk into me quite how phlegmatic he really is Yeah, this is the first fight where I'd seen him come back from such a deficit mm-hmm. win yeah, and sort of just sh- I mean you would have thought there'd be some emotion at the end but mm. there was literally nothing was stone cold about it yeah. referee says you know you're the wi- you're the victor he says okay thanks very much shakes, hands Sh- shakes Daniel's hand yeah. shakes the referee's hand then literally shrugs his shoulders it. and walks off yeah. that's exactly what happened kind of amazing because I can't remember how bad the deficit was but he did pull it back yeah as I say I think it was I think 14-11 or 14-12 yeah and Daniel Durant was fencing a blinder. He was yeah. really on form today. So uh, I think Daniel's going to be really, really, really upset with that. Uh, to, to lose from that kind of lead near the finish. Yeah. It's, it's, hard, so it's hard not to feel that that's one that's got away. Yeah. Uh, and obviously he was the last uh, French fencer that was in as well. And he yeah. had been two, the, two Frenchmen in the, the top eight and neither of them who had particularly brilliant seasons. So yeah, yeah no medal, but I would, I would think given a day or two, they'll think that's, that's not so bad. Yeah, yeah. I think, yeah, I still, I still can't go with the fact that Burrell went out in the first round, but that's... No, it's... That's <laughs> by, by the by. Yeah, it's not right. Yeah. But I actually didn't bother to go and watch the fight, because I just assumed that's going to be you know, nice and straightforward, and mm-hmm. uh, I'll catch up with them later on. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Uh, Andras uh, Redley uh, uh, gives Ruggeri a bit of a thumping, in fact. No, I saw, yeah. Because I saw a bit of that, and it was yeah. just a serious thumping. There's not much to say. It was... Uh, Andras is clearly in form. He was just able to do all the all the usual Hungarian things. He could pull up a pirate post. He could yeah, do a lunge. Sort of like too too smart, too experienced. 
time was too good. It was, yeah, a very straightforward one. I think Ruggeri was a little bit lost in the moment as well. Maybe, I mean, he had a brilliant yeah. day, obviously. So, perhaps at some point he thought, blame me, I'm here in the quarterfinals of the World Championships. Yeah. How did that happen? You know, but anyway, and then, uh, then, then my last, my last, uh, last East Asian hope, hope left, got beaten. Uh, so, uh, Satoru U- Uyama was beaten by Richard Schmidt of yeah. Germany. Now, again, one of those fencers that, I couldn't pick him out in a crowd of one. No, I, no I, I, Schmidt. I think I've seen him a couple of times in the team. Really? I think I've okay. seen him. In, I think he's been on the men's epi team before. Right. Uh, but that's in a German men's epi team that's not doing particularly well at the moment. Exactly. What can you say about uh, about uh, Richard? He's uh, he's a, he's a German epiist basically. He's quite little and he's small. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, there was nothing exceptional about his, his game as such. He had a good. He, had, he was he was clear on. I think the home advantage was really playing for the Germans. Yeah. Again, the German crowd really got behind. All their fences, they make a lot of noise, yeah. and every time a German mm-hmm. scores a hit, the, the hole erupts. Yeah, and I watched this one, it was very close all the way through, yeah. and the lead swapped a couple of times. Uh, it was only ever one point. Uh, I got to sort of the last sort of period, and uh, Uyama had, it kept equalising, so it'd be like mm-hmm. 6 7, 7 6, 8 7, that kind of thing. Yeah. It got to kind of, it got to tw- 12 all, mm-hmm. and then Richard just started to rack up the points on that. Yeah. At, that, at that moment that's when he yeah. racked up the, enough points they went 14-12 I think Yes, and then it was a double to finish and that was that mm-hmm. but my enthusiasm for Uyama has gone up a significant amount after watching him all day Yeah, because Uyama is a, is a, is a fencer who clearly loves life Yeah, he's always got a grin on his face he's quite cheeky yeah. uh, well, you sent me a text saying how do you put it He's a jolly chappy or something. Yeah, he's, he's quite jolly. Nothing, nothing feeds him. He was always laughing about it. He'd get beat. He'd laugh about it. He'd win. Yeah. At a point, he'd laugh about it. Yeah. Sometimes when he was hit, he'd get, kind of wag his finger at his opponent in that kind of cheeky "oh you" kind of way. <laughs> you know, uh, when his coach when his coach was uh, shouting at him for not doing the right thing, he would kind of just sort of shrug his shoulders and go, "Come on, I know." You know, it was just great. I really entertaining, right? Yeah. A very sort of slightly odd style. I'm not going to lie. If you mm-hmm. watch a Yama, you, you don't, you know. You're not going to watch him and think, oh, wow, look at the technical ability, look yeah. at the range of movements. Or if you're movements. a coach, you know, that's, that's how I'm going to coach my fence. Exactly. Defense. My fence is going to look like a Yama. I don't think that's possible, but certainly attitude-wise, I can't fault the guy. Yeah. 10 yeah, out of 10. Yeah. It, was, it was great watching him. Uh, and it was quite a close fight. Uh, and, you know, one I enjoyed. So so all of my, all of my favourite fences are now out of the out of the tournament. Are, are gone. Uh, yeah. There are many, many fences. I mean, yeah. it's not like you didn't give yourself a shortage of options there. And no. None of, them, none of them came good for you in the end. No, I picked loads. All the way out. <laughs> But it's epi, hooray, you know. Yeah. You like variety in epi. That. So that, that takes us on to the final session. Yes. Uh, yeah, very, very busy hall. It had been slightly cloudy during the day, which meant that things were a little cooler at that point, in the sort of early afternoon. Uh, but come finals time, the hall was boiling hot and humid mm-hmm. once again, which was... I'm not going to lie, I struggled. I was nodding off a little bit during some of the fights. And yeah. But well, we'll talk about that in more detail when we get to them. <laughs> well, yeah, there's a few few that spring to mind. So, women's sabre, semi-finals first mm-hmm. of all. Um, semi-final number one, uh, Zaza Bezbez, Tunisia against Arena Vecchia of Italy. Yes. And this looked like it was going to be an absolute rout because Vecchia stormed into the lead and ate nothing up at the break. I, I couldn't believe it. Hit with everything, Bezbez couldn't, couldn't buy a hit no. at that point and you thought... Well, hopefully she gets, you know, a couple in, perhaps in the second period just to, to make it not too embarrassing. Yeah. Uh, but you didn't, at that point, hold a, really a great deal of hope for it that. It was so deal. quick as well. 
it was a Kip yeah. Lincoln eating it up. What the hell happened there? Yeah, what's, that's it. What, what's it. It's a break. What's, what's going yeah. on? So eventually, eventually, Bez, Bez, Bez gets, a, gets a hit, first one in the second mm-hmm. period. Gets another couple, so yeah, still eight, three down, four, eight. I don't know what her coach said to her <laughs> during that minute break, but it must have been something absolutely incredible because suddenly she's starting to, to get back into the fight and you know, gets back to six, nine, and then seven, nine, and suddenly you've really got a fight on there. Yeah. You couldn't couldn't possibly have seen that coming at, at, at the break. Yeah. It's just like, how quickly will this be over? I was sitting, would be the only question. I was sitting amongst a bunch of young German fencers. Uh-huh. And every time Anna, uh, uh, every time uh, as a, as a best, yeah. best scored a hit, they actually all said, ooh, ooh, well, ooh. That's right. Oh, well, that. Like, ooh. And then you'd hear one of them say to the other one, uh, I, do you think she can do it? I don't think. And then they'd be like, no, yeah. I don't think it's possible. It's, this isn't possible. Yeah, it's impossible. Yeah. So 9.70, you thought, oh, well, maybe, maybe. Yeah. Um, but then, uh, Vichy stretches the lead again. So it's, lead goes up to, up to 12.7. And it says, like, Vichy's had a, you know, sort of nodded off a little bit, you know, yeah. and fights, fights over and, oh, hang on, it's, all right, better wake up again and get, get going. So at 12.7, you think, okay, sort of, you know, normality's restored and, and Vichy's going to finish it off. But basically, just not having kept it. coming, kept going. And, before you know it, it's it's level at fourteen all. Yeah, and at that point, I mean, what is going on going on inside Richard's head at that stage? He must be thinking, "What? All the questions are going on there. Just, How yeah. did this happen? Why did that happen? Why is this happening to me now? Uh, yeah, you know, exactly. all of those questions yeah. are being played in her mind. This, this should be finished like. ages ago, and I should yeah. be you know sitting with my feet up, yeah. um, watching the second semi final, see who I'm going to fence in the final, and then this does it. Yeah. Sing, single light, simultaneous action." Blocks out one light and it's done. It was terrific. It was all terrific. I loved it. Yeah, I, I think ju- I loved that semi final. Yeah, I mean, I think I, I I don't remember seeing a, a bigger comeback from that, no. and certainly not in the semi final of a world championship. No, no, not at all. I mean, I have seen some astonishing comebacks. Yeah, uh, but not for a while. I mean, the the one that I always like to trot out whenever I talk to one of the guys I coach uh, about coming back and see it's always possible to come back was watching Kolobkov coming back from being 14-6 down to win right. in a minute. <laughs> right. Okay. Uh, so, But Kolobkov is a special case. We're not all yeah. Pavel Kolobkov. You know, he's a special, special case. Uh, so this is the this is kind of... I've never seen anybody come back from such... What well, looked like an absolute dribbling was on the cards. Yeah. That was, it was really something. Mm. Yeah, it was. Yeah. It was just incredible. One of those ones, you know, you get to the end of the fight and go, did I really see that? Yeah. She was really... Yeah. Go back and check the score. Yep, she was 8 nothing down. Yeah, it was great. Loved it. Yeah, amazing stuff. She deserved that victory. She really fought for it. Yeah, it would be so easy. Nothing down to go. Oh, let's, yeah. let's just let's be done with this. Yeah, I need a cup of tea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> my day's done. So second semi final, see the better against um, Olga Karlan, who I don't know. We've mentioned up to. Oh, you mentioned briefly that you saw offence and were immensely impressed. Yes. In, in terms of quality, I think this is by far the the better semi final. I mean, I, I wish I was um, a more experienced saber watcher. You mm. know. As I've explained, I'm a relative novice to this, but but the quality was fantastic. Early part of the fight, I would say that defence dominated, no, yeah, not very much in the way of um, first intention attacks mm-hmm. hitting, but it was mobile, subtle plays on mm-hmm. timing, priest first to, to break up attack lines. There was everything in there, everything you could possibly yeah. want from from Sabre was was in that fight. Um, really close at the start, level up to five all, but Caroline went into the break and maybe looked like she was. Just taking control of things at the, the end of the first period. Mm-hmm. So went to break eight, six up. Um, and kind of pulled away a bit in the, in yeah. the second, second half. She, she'd found her, found her range better, controlled the distance better. Mm-hmm. Uh, but again, done with a, 
a variety of things. It was, it was one of those, it wasn't one of those fights where you get to the end of it and go, Fencers X, X move, you know, their parry repost, their attack, their stop it, their attack and preparation yeah. was amazingly good. It was all great. And I, I couldn't help feeling that the winner of that semi final would be the winner. But then Bezbez had such an so amazing comeback. You thought, well, maybe, 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 maybe she's just, you know, this, well, is, she's her this is her day. Well, that's the thing is, I had the same thought because I, I, I was watching Olga Fence, remember, and I said that she just looked so impressive. Yeah. Like, a league out of everybody, above everybody else again. Uh, and it, it was, I, thought, I can't remember which match it was, it was she just, just exploded into lunch. Yeah. And if she'd had a real sword, the other person would have been in two pieces, <laughs> and even though she'd been hit. Uh, it was like, so powerful and so quick. Yeah. Uh, so we've already seen that uh, earlier on in the day, but she just looked astonishing. And I thought, when she won that, I just thought, oh, I think look, this is the winner right here. Yeah. So I'm going to stick with the, the women's saber through to the final. Yep, do it then. Um, not the order that they happen uh-huh. in the in the actual finals. Yeah. We would turn our attention to the the, epi now, uh, the men's epi, mm-hmm. but straight on to the, the women's saber final. Mm-hmm. And again, Caroline in control. And then some. Yeah. Uh, Bez looking out of things. No. And eight two at the break. Yep. So I suppose Bezbez's consolation was, well, I've done <laughs> that's, it once. that's nothing compared to the, the deficit I faced in my, my last fight, but Carlan was having none of that no. whatsoever. So that eight two lead at the break, uh, quickly became 12 2. Yeah. And then they traded hits to finish and, and Carlan walks away with a, uh, an exceedingly comfortable looking win in the final 15 yeah. 5. I got to say as well. I mentioned that Novozhelov is uh, is quite phlegmatic, but I thought Olga Carlin looked like that too. This is business. Yeah, there was no at the end of it. There was no kind of extreme emotion or anything like that. I should have been ashamed. Yeah, of course she did. But it wasn't. But it wasn't like you see again. You see some people they go mad. No, no, the no that's the arena. You're no, right. There's none of that stuff going on. Yeah. It was like yes, I've won. Brilliant. High five the coach. Yeah. Uh, shake the hand of her opponent. All right, that's done. I'm going to have a sit down and wait for my medal now. Yeah. You know. Yeah, it was a thoroughly dominating performance when mm-hmm. all the sort of names that have been up the top of the rankings producing consistent results all mm-hmm. season fell by the wayside at various stages. Olga Carlan made pretty much serene pro- progress right the way through the yeah. day onto a commanding win in the final. Let's, before we move on to the epi, let's play a bit of what if. Mm-hmm. If some of the seeds, one of the seeds had made it through, uh-huh. right, and was going to go up against Olga Carlin, who do you think might have been able to beat Olga Carlin today? Why? Isn't that a tough question? It is. I, I suppose I would say then, we talked about this a little bit with uh, when talking about Jana Egorian. Her results haven't been totally and utterly consistent, but she is Olympic champion, let's be fair, and mm-hmm. Olga Carlan was was in Rio. Mm-hmm. And I think when she has fenced her best this season, she has looked the best up to the point where Carlan returns. Yeah. So as a final... Of all the various fencers who've, who've hit form and produced results and had wins, that's probably the one I would have liked to have seen. Yeah. But okay. Olga Carlan cruises to a win. Mm-hmm. Jan Agorian has a miserable day and goes out in the last, yeah. uh, what was it, 32. Yeah. So you don't always get what you want. No, exactly. But yeah. we do end up with a, mm-hmm. a well-deserved champion. Well, uh, there's, no, there's no doubt in it. Yeah, yeah. There's no doubt in it. So that was, that was my day of watching Women's Saber. It was mm-hmm. absolutely awesome. I really thoroughly, thoroughly yeah. enjoyed it. I mean, most of my Women's Saber watching up to now has been online. Mm-hmm. And seeing it in real life yeah. from peace side mm-hmm. um, sort of confirms my enthusiasm even more. Yeah, and uh, largely well tempered, good tempered. 
some 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 refereeing but maybe we, yeah all bits and pieces I'm not going to well, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. we won't do and, that but. and clearly neither of us are going to count as a Sabre refereeing experts yeah but there was certain ones where there was a, a lot of video reviews mm. where decisions were overturned yeah and that's that's very rarely a, a good sign in terms of the quality of the referee. You may end up with the right result, but it is disruptive, and I think it does affect the fight. Yeah, it must do because it's going to play in everybody's minds. Yeah, all the way through. Oh, we'll get this call correct. Yeah. Do we have to go? But I don't have any video reviews. What happens yeah. if this guy calls it wrong now? Yeah. All, all of all of that kind of stuff. But uh, we're about to talk about a proper weapon where this doesn't happen. <laughs> okay, Gav. Well, I, uh, you want me to just nod off? Well, I, well, I take my mic off, and you can. <laughs> I can just have a big, a big you can, chat. You can tell us. Tell everybody what a great day you had of uh, watching, watching some uh, conceivably less than thrilling men's <laughs> epi. Yeah. I would say certainly in parts. Well, we'll get to that. We'll get to mm-hmm. that. But the uh, I did, to be fair, I actually quite enjoyed watching the the, the women's Seaburn. I'm clearly not an expert, but I did enjoy it. What, yeah. what I was watching, yeah. and uh, I quite like the variety because. Mm-hmm. There is a reputation for Sabre where it gets a bit samey. And there was a little bit of that when it was together, together, together. And I did hear a couple of the photographers up sitting next to going, oh my God, this again. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, there was a little bit of that in one of the fights and they actually wandered off to go photograph something else as a result. <laughs> so I'm not going to mention uh, which fight that was. Gosh, no, but, please yeah. don't. Right, so anyway, let's move on to the uh, uh, the final session for the men's epi. Mm-hmm. So uh, our first one was uh, Pizza versus Richard Smith. Uh, Schmidt, sorry. Um, now, I, I did watch all of this and it was the best of the two semi-finals. Yeah. It's quite entertaining because Paolo, uh, he's got a lot of, uh, he's got a good range of things that he can do. Uh-huh. But they're all based on the fact that he has this awkward style and awkward timing. We're and, sort of crouching on guard position. Yeah, yeah. And he seems able to launch these strange, well, you, you called it a flunge. Yeah, like a sabreur would do. Yeah, they're not allowed to cross their feet. Yeah, it's not. It's not a flesh because feet don't don't cross. It's an odd looking thing to see. It's hard to describe. Uh, uh, epi. Well, no, yeah. it's a flunge. It's a flunge, definitely. Yeah. Well, like, again, I think he hits. Uh, uh, we talked about this before we talked did this. He must hit because he does this strange move, which is very oddly timed as well, mm-hmm. and it throws up so much chaff in the face of their, your opponent that they're so busy going, "What the." That they're getting hit. Yes, yeah. So there's something clever about that. I don't know if it's something he's trained into or just something that he's just something he has in his mind. Uh, he's a bit of a character as our as our palpit so far. Uh, yeah, he was correct. You see, it comes across as being a bit of a character. He was practicing breathing, uh, breathing exercises. Yes, he was doing breathing exercises during the minute break. Yeah, I think it was actually in this fight. Right. He was chatting to his coach, and his coach said something to him, and he started doing these sort of deep breathing exercises. Uh, no, it can't be in this one. I'll, I'll oh, tell you why because I I didn't see. Any of this fight because when the women's saber semi final finished, uh-huh. I nipped off to Lou. All oh, right, okay. By the time I got back, the fight was over. Oh, that's been the one before that. <laughs> he was doing these sort of strange breathing exercises. I don't know if it's a nerve thing or, but it looked really strange. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so PC won it fairly, fairly comprehensively. It was a fifteen ten. Mm. Uh, but I think the thing is that Schmidt's not used to being at this level. Uh, Pizza has been this level before. Yeah, basically. it's where he was world champion in, what, 2010 or 2011? Yeah, it was a while ago now, yeah. But yeah. So he's been at this level before. Yeah. yeah, so, so you've got a local a local lad who's been lifted up by the crowd, I think, mm-hmm. and pushed forward into this position, but I don't think he was in the same league as Pizzo. Pizzo can... So, so uh, Schmidt was able to... has a good sense of timing. He can do things like pick up and flick, and he can he can you do all this sort of... But uh, Pizzo has some things a bit... Bit different going on, right. and I don't think that Schmidt had the weapons in the arsenal to deal with that. Okay, so it, there's nothing much to say in terms of I, it was enjoy, reasonably enjoyable, but there's not much to say as in oh, it was astonishing because this happened. It just pizza just did the job one, yeah, 
he was, was, oh, he he was, was better going. through the course of the fight. Yeah, exactly. The score, the score reflects that. Yeah. yeah. And then we move on to the second. Hmm. Well, actually, so one thing I was going to mention oh, right, as well. Yeah. Middle for a, a German fencer as well, a world champion. Yes, yes. In, in Germany. The Germans didn't pick up any medals yesterday, but they had actually fairly fairly decent results, I thought, did, yeah. over the course of the day, mm-hmm. and, and a medal today. So we're only two days into the individual events, mm-hmm. but I think beforehand I would have been a bit surprised if people had said that they would they would pick up anything or get the results that they have done no, so far. No, and the, in the women's day tomorrow there is a chance that they could get a medal there too. Yeah. There is a oh, chance. And oh, obviously Pete Yopich. Yopich in, in, in men's four, Because yeah. he's, he's, I think he's one to watch tomorrow. Because, you know, he's still got it in there somewhere, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, he's certainly had his moments. I mean, he, he's won a World Cup this season. Yeah, so, uh, and obviously it's Germany. He's going to get mm-hmm. an extra lift from the crowd. So I have to keep an eye on uh, Jopic. Uh, but I think in this case with uh, with Richard, I just don't think he was he's able to contain Pizzo. Yeah. It, it was a sort of solid victory. Uh, so uh, we move on now into another semi-final. Okay, let me make myself comfortable. I think you should make yourself comfortable. <laughs> so this is uh, Novoselov versus uh, Andres Redley. Yeah, um, but I'll, I'll ask the same question that I asked about one of the fights yesterday. Which is so? How how would you describe this fight? KG, uh, it's dull. Tactical, it was dull. Yeah. Dull, it just was dull. Dull. Oh, it was dull. It just went. I felt like I felt like I'd been in that hall most of my life. <laughs> I was. I was so bored. I was actually. It was hot and it was sweaty. I'm tired. I've got a bit of a cold coming on, and I'm having to watch a boring men's epi semi final, mm-hmm. and I was nodding off. I actually couldn't care less. I, I, I struggled to, to sort of structure the fight in my head because there were moments where I was sort of resting my eyes because I was I was so bored. Mm-hmm. It just dragged on and on and on and on. See, Epicurus would, purists would say that um, you know it was a thrilling tactical battle, both wrestling for control of the distance and trying to uh, encourage small distance and footwork errors from their opponent no. to pick the right. No, it was, it was dull. Wasn't no, it? it was really dull yeah. because. In order for that to, that argument to be true, the fences have to be moving up and down <laughs> and trying to actually hit each other, yeah. right? Uh, but what was happening here was, yes, there was uh, bleed actions going on, so the referee wasn't going to roll on the fight, mm. but no one was really pushing in any meaningful way. Yeah. There was a lot of middle distance work with, with bleed actions, probing to see whether or not you might get, you know... A small, a small tactic risk. Oh, I don't know if I want to go into yeah, that. I'm not going there just now. Exactly, yeah. exactly. And basically, Novoselov just basically edges it, uh, edges it out at the end. Yeah. And uh, what was the score again? Was it eight six? Uh, I can't remember. I can't, I can't remember. remember. Honestly, so I might have the score wrong because honestly, I haven't stored it in any meaningful way in my brain. You know, it could have been fifteen two for I can remember, <laughs> but. Uh, it was not an exciting fight, yeah. and and Novoselov's uh, response at the end of the fight was again, hmm, I've just won a semi final, and we're yeah. going into the final. Now. I, I don't blame him because it was a pretty boring fight, so there's nothing to be excited about. So he can just shake, shake his opponent's hand. That's, think, that's probably a more reasonable response with this one, at least in his last eight when he made a you know a remarkable comeback from yeah. quite a few hits down right at the death. I think the thing that sort of disappoints me here is, is, is Redley has it in him to be quite an exciting fencer to watch. Because hmm. I've already wa- I'd already watched him one of the day where he was quite interesting. He was doing nice ranges of actions, power post, pulling his opponent. You know, he was coming in, pull it, put, make his opponent buy something, and then finishing in a different way. All that kind of stuff. Uh, but just no, neither one of them really wanted to get into it. Yeah. I think the thing is, Novoselov has a good reputation. Redley maybe so Novoselov's reputation is current, and Redley's reputation maybe isn't quite so current. I might have been feeling a bit of, bit of nerves about it. So neither one of them. So I was just like, oh, it's Andrew Redley. We've seen him before. And he and Redley's thinking, well, that guy's a bit, bit hotter than I am. Like, oh, let's just not... Anyway, boring. Let's move on. Yes. <laughs> right. Um, 
So into the final. Uh, so we've got... Uh, <laughs> I was going to call him Crazy Man Pizzo. No, no. <laughs> it's very harsh. <laughs> it's very harsh. Pavel Pizzo uh, up against Novozilov. And this is quite, quite a good final compared to what we just had to experience. Yeah, having, having just talked about an extremely tedious semi-final, the actual final itself was great. Yes. Because uh, Pizzo makes things happen. That's a great line. Uh, yes, in my notes, that's what I said. Yes, yes, he does. He does. He makes things happen. And we were discussing this odd hunched over... On guard he's got, and there's another fencer that we know who has a hunched over for different reasons, but has a hunched over, and it's a guy called Dudley Treasure. Yes. Yeah, and the interesting thing here is that neither one of those fencers likes to hang around. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, Dudley's a bit more full on about it. Absolutely, yeah. But uh, Peter likes to make things happen. He doesn't hang around, he wants to get in there, and he wants to do his awkward, flingy thing, or do his awkward timed moves that, or parry, whatever. Yeah. yeah, I mean, those are things that catch the eye about his fencing, but there's actually loads of really good stuff as well, apart from a slightly awkward looking on guard position yes. and and his, his weird looking funge thing yeah because he sets things up yeah he goes in again, he's, quite, he's not he's not a big guy he's something a lot smaller than Novozilov so no. he, he can't just afford to uh, throw himself in there along no. having big, big long arms to, yeah. to reach the other guy yeah, a bit like uh, Fichera he fences quite close as well yeah. he likes to get very close but it's not quite as agonising not to quite watch. as much as Fichera yeah. Fichera likes to be very close but yeah. I mean Pizzo feels more like He's fencing what you call cla- oh, not classic, but a st- standard epidistance, and he, he, he's probing. He's, move, he's moving around. And he, he's letting his opponents think that maybe he's a bit weak right now, so that they can launch something. And there, yeah. I goes, no, 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 no. Yeah. I'm doing a flunge. Soldier. Yeah. yeah, exactly. <laughs> yes. And here's a flunge. Yeah. Have yeah. some of that, and then and then their opponent goes, oh, I don't believe that. Oh, that can't be right. And it was quite close. Scores five, five, six, six. Yeah, sort of seesawed. Ne- never more than a hit in for it uh, yeah. between them. For, for most of the fight yeah, uh, up to uh, maybe 7-6 somewhere about there yeah and then at that point uh, Pisa edges it a little bit yeah well I thought this is the bit where he, he makes a break he, he gets a, a two hit gap yeah. with, a, with a really nicely timed faint disengaged lunge yeah and, and that was a moment for me that I thought that's a man who's made a break in a fight that was yeah uh, it was happening much more quickly than mm-hmm. uh, Novozilov's extremely tedious semi yeah. semi final but it was you know suddenly it was a two hit gap yeah. and it felt like well it's, it's what I call a decision it changes the pressure yeah it's what I call a decision someone has made a decision right Pete's made a decision and he said right this is what I'm going to do and he does it yeah and it, it works he's made the right decision and he's made it at the right time he's made the decision and at that point oh Pete goes up and yeah. then and then maintains the lead uh, goes up what nine seven, and then he st- then he edges up a little bit more. It was like ten seven at one point. Yeah. Uh, so at, at that stage of a fight, a, a three hit gap is in a final extremely handy. Yeah. yeah, especially in Epi because this is a final of the world championship. There's pressure there. Mm-hmm. Time was start. This is the second period, I think it was. Time was ticking down now. Yes, because you, you start to feel the clock. Yeah, is that right? Yeah, you, you're going to start feeling the, the clock at that point. And there's a there's a there's a double at uh, twelve nine. I'm actually going by the notes that you took. So it's mm-hmm. a double at twelve nine. And then uh, Novozilov pulls out. I'm not entirely sure what uh, a pyropos or a lunge anyway. And goes to twelve ten. And it's just like the best best moment. You think, ooh, ooh, hang yeah, on a minute. It's here. still possible, yeah. Because going into this fight, I had my money down for Novozilov. Yeah, I'd, I'd agreed with you as well. Because right. <laughs> I, I said Novozilov. So it's yet another fencer that we, yeah. we we have jinxed. Yeah. So, I, but you know, hang on a second. It, it goes on. You know, uh, there's another hit. It's now twelve eleven. Yeah. You know, the time the clock's still ticking down. The fence is still moving around. And then Novozilov picks up another hit, and it goes level twelve all. Yeah. And then yeah, at this point, I was thinking, oh, actually, maybe maybe we're going to get the victory. I thought we we're going to get. Yeah, Novozilov's 
got back into it. He's found his rhythm, found his range. Mm-hmm. I thought perhaps that um, that Pizzo had had kind of looked towards the finish and perhaps tried to double out from a bit too far out. Yeah, yeah. No, that's that's a good point. Actually, maybe that's what he was trying to do. But anyway, there's a double out. Thirteen all. Pizzo gets quite quite close. Oh, there was that exchange of, uh, of hits where they were basically standing on top of each other. Pretty much, yeah. With yeah, their yeah. fists furiously pumping to get a point yeah. on. Classic Epi. That's, that's <laughs> yeah, beautiful, so beautiful thing. Look at that technique. You know, you, you know how how often Epi's have got to, to, to train at that fist pumping. Yes, God yeah. damn it, get the point on. Yeah. You know, uh, and uh, it's Pizzo's light comes up, mm. and he's got an amazing hand speed. I was watching the two of them going at it. Yeah, and his, I'm sure he was getting two digs in for every one that the workshop <laughs> was getting in. Anyway, eventually someone's light comes up, and it's Pizzo's. And he's up 14-13. It's like, this is almost too good to be true, you think. And I think, well, Novozhov's not going to let this one go. And he goes at it, and he attacks Pizzo. But Pizzo does, oh, well, fair enough, power post. Quality hit to finish. It's a quality hit. It was a really lovely, boom, boom, power post. Yeah. There we go. And that's it. Well, And he's our new world champion. And uh, Yeah, double, he, well, double world he's champion. He's double now, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's impressive. I mean, he did, uh, he was co-commentator at, at one of the Grand Prix. And he was, was he one of the ones we said was quite entertaining. Yeah, he was. He was good value. Yeah. But a lot of the stuff that he said was he, I mean, he's in his early early to mid thirties now. Yeah. He's saying, "Oh, he find, finds training very hard now." Because I think uh, Karim had asked him, you know, I'm looking forward to, to Tokyo. And he said, well, I'm not sure. You know, it still seems a long way. Um, yeah. This is this is very hard work now. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would have thought that after today, he really quite fancies a shot at Tokyo. It's still three years out, though. Yeah, you know, it's yeah. still three years out. <clears throat> when you, you, you when you're in your mid thirties, that, that three years is a lot longer than when you're twenty one. True, I suppose. Yeah, you know, you're going to get quite an energy and confidence boost though from from becoming world champion again. Yeah, but it was I think it was, it was a deserved win. I didn't think he was going to manage it going into the fight, but he did. Well yeah. done, uh, and I and I really enjoyed it. It was thoroughly enjoyable. So I woke up. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> to watch the <laughs> woke up in time for the good stuff. Yeah, and I thought, and it was good. And again, oh, well deserved uh, world champion. I don't think we would have picked that his name out of the hat. No, I, I wouldn't have done. I must admit. No. But the uh, voice of yes, but no, pizza maybe not. Yeah, but uh, two two quality champions are a really great day's fencing. Yeah. So sadly, you have to. I have to go home. I've got a life to go home tomorrow. Yeah, yeah. Back to back to the day job. Back to the, well, yeah. I'm not allowed to have any more time off, so I have to go back home to. Uh, I've got stuff to do on Monday, yeah, so awesome. I'll be travelling and missing all the men's fall, which I was really looking forward to. Yeah, so tomorrow is the final day of the individual events, mm-hmm. uh, men's foil. Look forward to very much indeed. Um, lots of uh, lots of Brits in action. Three, three of the four Brits either qualified through the preliminaries, plus various other people that I know that I would like to see doing well. So that should be um, brilliant day for me. I mean, yeah. really can't wait to see that. And there's some women's epic going on as well. I may not be quite so thorough in my reporting of that, but I will be there for the final session mm-hmm. and uh, I may even catch some other bits and pieces. So um, you, I'll you, be back doing a, doing a solo effort tomorrow. Oh, I can always call in from Skype if you want. You could do, okay, we'll, 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 <laughs> we'll work on that. We'll consider our options, yeah. but you will have spent all day travelling, so you'll not actually have seen yeah. any fencing. No, it's true. So, so I've very much to see, I'll be like, yeah, it's just, really? so tell me what happened. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll think about it. Yeah. Anyway, so I think that's our, our lot for, for our day two of our trip to the World Championships. Yes, it was a great and day. Thanks very much for listening, and, uh, speak to you again soon. Have you just seen? Have you just seen?